Hebrews chapter 11. Starting in verse 1, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. It's good to see y'all. Praise the Lord. Only in Texas do you run the air conditioner in the middle of February. But thank God we got a new air conditioner that works. Amen. Praise the Lord. Y'all's tithes and offerings have come in handy. Amen. I know y'all have been faithful in paying your tithes. Praise God. And as a result, we have an air conditioner. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. have a say amen if you don't you can look on the screen or follow along and the word of the Lord reads now faith is the assurance of things hoped for the conviction of things not seen for by it the men of old gained approval by faith we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained the testimony that he was righteous. God testifying about his gifts and through faith, though he is dead, he still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he would not see death. And he was not found because God took him up. For he obtained the witness that before his being taken up, he was pleasing to God. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. By faith, Noah being warned by God about things not yet seen and reverence prepared an ark for the salvation of his household and by which he condemned the world and became a hearer of the righteousness which is according to faith. And by faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed by going out to a place which he was to receive for an inheritance and he went out not knowing where he was going let me pray dear heavenly father i come before you today in the name of jesus and lord i thank you god that by faith lord we've been saved father we thank you lord god that it's by your grace that you've given each of us a measure of faith Lord, your word says that we are called to live by faith. Not just a saving faith, but a living faith. Father, I declare right now that faith be released upon this whole sanctuary, upon every man and woman here, God. 
that you release it supernaturally upon their lives, God, to where they leave here with a greater faith, with a greater trust, with a greater knowing that you are large and in charge and that, God, you are going to do great things. Father, I thank you for this time together tonight, Lord. Forgive us for all of our sins. Anoint me to preach your word tonight. Father, I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. If you would give the Lord a hand, praise this evening. Praise God. I want to talk to you about something today. I had briefly spoke to you all on Sunday, and I was talking a little bit about perception, and I was talking a little bit about discernment. But I want to talk to you about something today that will also uh, impact your perception when it comes to walking out this Christian life. And if they'll put my topic on the screen, I want to talk to you about capturing the vision or his vision. And I want to talk to you about doing so by faith. Because one thing that's going to begin to determine your perception is also your vision. You know, we look at this scripture right here and it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And for by it the elders obtained a good testimony. And by faith we understand that the world were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about vision today, but I'm going to talk to you about capturing the vision. Because as I look back over my life, and I look back over the years of being a Christian and being a minister you know, there's so many times that my life has been affected by being able to capture the vision that God was giving for my life. But unfortunately, what I also see around me, amen, is I see a lot of people that ha are just going along in Christianity kind of aimlessly, and one of the reasons why is because they have failed to capture the vision that God has for their life, for their family, for their future, and as a result, all they do is they just have church. But I'm here to tell you that God has called each and every one of you to more than just having church. Now don't get me wrong, I like to have some church. Can I get an amen? I like to encounter the presence of God, the power of God. I like to see, amen, people worshiping God. But it's important, even more so than that, that you, each and every one of you, is able to capture 
the vision that God has for your life. In other words, you have to be able to see, identify what God is calling for you, and you have to be able to see God using you in that way. See, this is something that is crucial. The Bible says that without vision, the people perish. Without vision, the people go unrestrained. Without vision, people will wile out. Are y'all with me today? Some of y'all understand that terminology, don't you? Somebody say, God is good. God is real good, amen? You know, I want, you to, I want, I want to touch on this because there's some people that are not capturing the vision, amen? There's some people that are not capturing what God has for their life, and as a result, they're just kind of uh, going through life. They're just, amen, having church. And, but I want you to see there, this is a vision-driven church. You are a part of something. You are a part of a vision that was placed, amen, from God on the hearts of men and women of God, amen. And you're right smack dab in the middle of it. Are y'all with me today? You're not just a part, amen, of a church. You're not just a part of a fellowship, but you're a part of a vision and you are a part of a movement that God is taking place. Can I get an amen? And guess what? God brought you here to be, amen, active and a part of that vision. You and your household can I get an amen but you've got to be able to see it amen even amen whenever it's not there yet and that's what we gather he says faith is the assurance of things hoped for the conviction of things not seen in other words you've got to be able to see something Amen. That hasn't even manifested itself in the natural yet. You've got to be able to see yourself in that way. And the reason why some people go around aimlessly or the reason why some people are the way they are is because they haven't captured the vision for their life. You know, there's people that love God. They love the church. They even love the pastor. But they haven't caught, captured the vision that God has. See, we have a vision here at this church. You've got to figure out where you see yourself in this vision. Because God's called you here for a purpose. God's called you here for a reason. He didn't bring you to this place for no reason. There is vision all over this place. Amen. There's vision everywhere. So it's not that the vision's not here. It's just that some people aren't capturing the vision. Can I get an amen? And the vision comes from the heart of God. 
And the vision is about reaching souls, amen, and reaching people, amen, and touching lives. You have to see yourself being used by God, amen, in order to be able to reach others. And yes, you've got to get developed. And yes, you've got to get saved. And yes, you've got to get, amen, become, get some work done a little bit. But I'm here to tell you, God's got a place for you, amen, in this vision, in this movement that God is doing. And you've got to begin to see it. Are you with me today? You've got to see yourself reaching, amen, and teaching and mending and sending. You've got to see yourself being used by God. If you want to be used by God, you came to the right place. If you don't want to be used by God, I pray that you capture the vision and you do want to be used by God because God wants to use your life. Are y'all with me today? There's vision all over this place. Some people just haven't caught it. They don't see themselves in it. Are y'all with me today? They can't see it. You could be here today and not knowing what God has for you. You could even be helping and not know why. It's just like when we buy fruit and we have it sitting there, but we don't use it. It sits there and it goes bad. Are y'all with me today? And it's all wilted and dried looking. You ever had any fruit like that? It's important to capture his vision, amen? Amen. If not, you're just going to have church your whole life. But God has more for you. And so I want to show you what this means, amen. I want to show you just a little bit. You know, look at verse 1, if you'll put it up there on the screen. He says, faith Is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. Okay? In other words, it's the power of anticipating that it'll come, that it's going to come to be. You know... God gave me a vision... And when he gave me the vision, I couldn't see it all, amen, but I believed it. I didn't know how it was going to happen. I didn't know where the provision was going to come for it. I didn't know all those details, but I could see it in spite of it not being tangible see there's something about it in other words I was able to capture it amen I was able to capture it by faith 
the evidence of things not seen. In other words, you have to be able to capture something God using your life even though you can't see it right now. See, God will show you something before it's going to take place. Can I get an amen? God will show you something. And then whenever you come in agreement with it and you receive it and you believe it and then you begin to act upon it anticipating that it's going to come and then it will begin to manifest itself. If without faith, amen, you can expect to receive nothing from God. And I believe that some of you, amen, are walking around, amen, aimlessly because you have either lost the vision or you have not captured what God has for you, amen. And as a result, the Bible says you go unrealized restraint and then you wonder why you find yourself struggling or playing around in sin amen or doing these various things and it's because you haven't captured the vision that God has for your life God wants to use your life God wants to take you somewhere God wants to bless you amen God wants to take you forward amen but you can't see it all you can see is what's right here amen in front of you you've got to see further than that amen just think if I if I would have just been able to see what was in front of me amen I guarantee you most of you would have said no thank you I'm not interested but no I was crazy enough to believe God and to receive it and guess what you're sitting here today are y'all with me now so vision is seen and anticipating that it will come to pass through whatever route God has. The Bible says that God orders the steps of a righteous man. God will navigate your life. And it's not going to be the way you think. You know, I don't always understand God, but I know that he's sovereign and I know that he will do what he says he will do. I know that he is faithful. I know that I can trust him. Amen. I know I can rely on him and he will navigate my life. God wants to take you today from not having vision to having vision. There's vision all over this place. We, you know, we have a saying, if you can see it, you can seize it. If you can see it, you can have it. Are y'all with me today? Now let's talk about the word capture for just a moment. Capture means to catch or to grab, to obtain or to gain. You've got to be able to catch what God is revealing to you. You've got to catch it. 
If not, you're going to just walk around and not know what's going on and what you're doing. Amen. You've got to catch what God, you've got to be able to see it. Amen. You've got to see you and your family. Amen. Actively serving. Amen. You've got to see yourself reaching souls. You've got to see yourself. Amen. Ministering and doing these various things. That's what God's called you to do. Amen. Are y'all with me today? God hasn't just called the pastor and his wife to reach this city. He's called each and every one of you. Amen. To reach this city are y'all with me today in the surrounding cities amen all the way amen to the uttermost parts of the earth but you've got to be able to see it in order to seize it are y'all with me today I can see it but you've got to be able to see it hello somebody God is good amen So in other words, when you capture the vision, you're obtaining it, right? You're gaining it. That's what took place. That's what took place when that prophet came and he prophesied and he, and he prophesied and he said, I'll give unto you buildings, I'll give unto you property, I'll give unto you land, I'll cause buildings to be built on the land. Amen. There'll be much fruitfulness. There'll be much growth. Many ministries will come. And I received that by faith. And it took place. Boom. Five years later. But I believed it and I stood on it. Are y'all with me today? It's the same thing whenever I was sitting down at my dinner table and I had been looking for a rent house. Really looking for some, some I could rent to own. And God says, don't look anymore. I've got a house for you. I said, okay. I quit looking. It didn't happen the next day. But before you know it, amen, I stood on that. Boom. God gives us a house. It was the first home. Amen. Now, it was tore up from the floor up. It was busted and disgusted. It needed a makeover big time. It had so much nicotine that was pasted on the walls. My God. Windows all busted out. Brick falling off. The brick was so bad, we just tore the brick off, man. We didn't have money to go re-brick the house. We didn't have money to even fix up the house. But how many of y'all know God's faithful? He knew what to bring, when to bring it. The right person with the right trade. Amen. A little help here, a little help there. It's all by faith. It all took place by faith. First I captured that vision, then I believed by faith. Are y'all with me today? I was crazy enough to believe God. Somebody say God is good. But when you capture his vision, it helps you to gain and obtain things that you didn't have. 
But you've got to be able to believe God for it. Are y'all with me today? I was able to believe God for a car. Guess what? Somebody gave me a car. A 1996 Volvo, driven by a doctor. Doctor's wife, actually. So whenever they went somewhere together, they went in a different car. So every single seat in that car was like brand new because it hadn't even been sat in. Except for the one she drove to and from her work, and that's it. Now, when I gave it to the homeboys, they tore it all up, you know, but there was a nice car. They, well, they use it real well. That's uh, uh, not tear it up. It was well used. And then, of course, one of them drove it down the road and with no oil in it and it shot a rod or whatever, you know, that happens. But And then God touched somebody's heart to give me a truck. So God said, you need a truck. He said, I'm going to have some work for you to do. Somebody called me up. Hey, do you need a truck? Well, sure, I guess, yeah. I need a truck. And once we went out there and we got all the mice and the rats out of the motor and took it over from the, from the mice... And that sucker was like brand new, a 1991 Chevrolet. Just needed a new battery. It was a good truck. You see how God works? But I had to capture it. I had to believe it. Now, God gave me those things so I could use them for the kingdom of God. Amen. And now you want to know what I did when I got that car? I went and picked people up for church before I was pastoring. I wasn't pastoring yet. I went and picked people up and I took them to church. I said, God, you gave me this car. I'm going to use it for you. And I took that truck that he gave me, and me and the homeboys went, and we did little odd jobs and raised money so we could keep paying the bills. Cut down trees and whatever we could do. Once again, I used it for the glory of God. Are y'all following me today? You know, I, I, I prayed for one year. For a garbage can. Somebody said, that's silly. A garbage can. Now, I'm talking about like those ones that you got outside that, you, you know, that the garbage man comes and picks up or whatever if you have service. If you're in the city or whatever. I prayed for one year. I said, God, get somebody to donate me a garbage can. After a year, he said, look, son. I didn't give you the money. You go buy the garbage can. I said, Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. He was showing me that you don't have to, you know, I gave you the resources. You don't have to wait for it to fall out of 
heaven or wherever. I mean, that happens too, you know, if that's what happened with the car and the truck and the house, amen. But he was teaching me, now I'm going to give you resources to buy something. Son, go buy your garbage can. Are y'all with me today? See, y'all don't know how good y'all got it today. I used to tell the guys, I said, we, whatever lawn equipment we had, we had to work on it for 45 minutes to an hour before we used it. <laughs> That's what we did. And then it usually took about an extra two hours to mow the yard because it was old. God is good, Amen. But capturing his vision helps you to gain and obtain. Amen? So in other words, what you have now is going to increase more because you've captured his vision. So now that we know what vision and capture means, let me talk to you about faith. Faith is believing. It's fully depending on God. It's trusting with confidence, relying on the promises and seeing the unseen. In other words, believing and trusting that God will fully come through in the vision that we can see. That's coming out of the unseen. I want you to grab a hold of this today, amen, because God wants to use your life, but you've got to be able to see it first before it's going to take place. I've seen people walk away from their very destiny because they could no longer see what God had shown them. There's nothing worse than seeing somebody lose the vision that God has for their life. And walk right out from the very blessing that God is trying to release. Amen. Right there. And you know that's why the devil comes in and he tries to do whatever he can to distract you or to blind you. Amen. Or whatever it may be. Are y'all with me today? You know, once the disciples could no longer, once they, once, they, once, you know, once they could no longer see it, they went back to what they were doing. They went back to fishing and everything because they couldn't see no more. You're all with me today. Amen. You've got to see it. Hello, somebody. You've got to see you and your wife or your whoever, your children serving. Amen. And, and reaching. Are you all with me today? You've got to see it. Even though it hadn't happened, you might not even have your wife or your husband yet. Well, praise God, but you've got to see it. God hasn't called you to normalcy. God hasn't called you, amen, just to be a church member. 
He's called you to be a servant of the Lord. Amen. And he's just developing you and equipping you. Amen. And refining you and defining you. Amen. In order to do it. Are y'all with me today? We've got to catch this. There's souls that need to be won. Amen. There's lives that need to be reached. Are y'all with me today? With the gospel of Jesus Christ. But we get so caught up in all of our own stuff. And we're just okay just being a church member. You know how I know? Because I don't see y'all inviting anybody to church. That's kind of cold, isn't it? Somebody say God is good. Man, there's a whole lot of people that could really be blessed by being a part of this family. No, seriously. We've got all different cultures. Black, white, Mexican, everything. Are y'all with me today? You know, we got cowboys, we got preppy guys, we got, you know what I'm saying, casual guys, we got it all. Educated people. Hello. You know what I'm saying? But God's done that for a reason. He's done that for a reason. There's a lot of different folks that we ought to be able to reach. We have a lot of potential. But you've got to be able to capture and see yourself. Being used by God. Are y'all with me today? God will cause what you can't see to come to pass in your life. When you capture his vision by faith. Faith moves the hand of God. He moves it. But you've got to let go of logical thinking. Logical thing would say, there's more cows out here than people. <laughs> well, I don't care. It doesn't make sense to me why God wants to do something big in in the middle of a place where there's more cows than people. But he does. God's ways are not our ways. Maybe he wants to show off so he can say, you know what? It's nothing but God. There's nothing but God. It's nothing but God that we're sitting here together today. Come on, look around. 
I mean, the only thing we got in common are two things. We, we used to be jacked up and we love Jesus. And I don't know if I like that word. Maybe I'll find another word. Messed up. Used to be. You've been delivered. Amen? We got to let go of logical thinking. Some of us are logical thinking says, you know what, I'm, I could never do that. Or that's too, that's, I'm, that's too scary. Amen. Or I'm not qualified. I'm so grateful that none of that stuff was running through my mind. I mean, I wasn't qualified. God qualified me. Amen? But that's a blessing. That just keeps the religious people away from you. Amen? Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, the Bible says you need to study, you know, see yourself approved. You know what I mean? You need to know your word. You need to see God. You need to know God. You need to do that. Are y'all with me today? God equipped me as I went. You know? And yeah, I, I saw it necessary to be discipled. And yeah, I saw it necessary to get educated, you know? And, so when we take vision... And we capture it, and we operate in faith, then things begin to happen. Somebody say, things begin to happen. Things begin to happen. In other words, we're no longer just going to church, and we're having, just having church, but we become vision carriers see I want you to become a vision carrier what kind of vision do you have for your life what kind of vision do you have for your family what kind of vision do you have for your children are y'all with me today without it you're just going to go unrestrained without it you're just going to end up anywhere are y'all with me? Now, God's going to guide you. God's going to navigate you. Amen? You don't know all the specifics. You don't know all the details. You don't know all that. Amen? But you've got a direction that you're going. And we become involved in the vision with our families, with our finances, and with ourselves. You know... And I don't know if y'all know this, y'all should, but there, we have a vision here. The vision is to reach, to teach, to mend, and to send. Amen? In other words, to reach the lost, to reach the backslider, to reach the attic, 
to reach the one with the torn up marriage, to reach the depressed. There's all kinds of people out there that need what we have. They need it. We got the greatest thing in the world to offer. Not to mention salvation alone, amen, but the one that, Jesus, that can provide them everything that they need. Are y'all with me today? The only thing that straightened out my marriage, my life, my family, it was Jesus. That was it. And when somebody introduced me to Jesus, everything began to change. And yeah, at first I wasn't just all hyped up and excited about this Jesus stuff. But I was desperate enough where I was willing to be listening to something because something had to work. Something had to change because everything was falling apart. And I can promise you there's a lot of folks out there like that. They don't even have to be on drugs or anything. They got issues in life. Life is tough. Amen. Are y'all with me today? And then we got to teach them. We got to teach them the word. We got to teach them to value who they are. There's so many people walking around out there that don't even see the value in themselves. People are valuable. People are precious. You just got to get them to the Lord's. So they can see that. Are y'all with me today? And we got to teach them how to live a godly lifestyle. Amen? I didn't just come into the house of God just knowing how to be, to live the way God wants me to live. There's something called progressive sanctification that has to occur. Are y'all with me today? Now, when I got saved, things began to change inside of me. When I got baptized in the Holy Ghost, everything changed. Amen? But I still had a lot to learn. A lot of growing to do. I'm still growing. And I'm grateful that I'm growing. God brought you to a place to grow. And then we mend them with the love of God, with understanding, with compassion. And mending is linked to restoration. And restoration will restore vision. There's a lot of people walking around not knowing why they're born. Not knowing why they're on this earth. There's people in this room today not knowing why. It's because God wants to use your life. God wants to use your life. Can I get the worship team to make their way forward? God wants to use your life. God wants to use your life. 
And then he wants to send you into your destiny. You know, by faith, Abraham was called to go out and he went by faith. He didn't even know where he was going. But he went by faith. You know, it was a... We used to be in Greenville. And it was a big move to move out here. Can you imagine trying to move a ministry and a church over an hour and 20 minutes? That means all the men in the home, all the women in the home, and whatever church members could come. But we did it by faith. Now, it took a lot of prayer. It took a lot of fasting. It took a big kick in the rear end, a push from God. Amen. But we did it by faith. And this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. But I, this is just the beginning. But we need some people to capture the vision. You're in it. You're right in the midst. You're right in the middle of it. You're a part of this movement. There's vision everywhere. But you've got to capture it. you got to grab it. you got to obtain it. you got to catch it. you got to catch it. you got to catch it. And you got to catch it by faith. And then you're going to see God begin to move. You're going to begin to see God begin to move. You're going to see... God begin to move. Doubt, it stops the hand of God. Faith moves the hand of God. It moves it. The Bible says that faith the size of mustard seed will move mountains. Move mountains. Move mountains. Move mountains. real quick if you'll put up Genesis chapter 6 and verse 8. He says, but Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Next verse. These are the records of the generations of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his time, and Noah walked with God. Noah became the father of three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Next verse. Now the earth was corrupt in the sight of God, and the earth was filled 
with violence. God looked on the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their way upon the earth. Now, each and every one of you know the story of Noah. God began to speak to Noah about building an ark. Because God was going to flood the earth. He said, he looked upon it, it was corrupt. Now, Noah had, that took some faith. It hadn't even rained. It hadn't even rained. But Noah was a man that was going to do what God had commanded him to do. He was going to do it. But Noah captured the vision. And as a result, he began to build this huge ship that was going to be go on the sea. It wasn't easy, but he captured the visions. And not only did he capture the vision, but his sons captured the vision. And his wife captured the vision. In other words, Miss Noah wasn't a nobody, but rather somebody capturing the vision. Amen. She obeyed God. She submitted to her husband. She cooperated with the vision. Amen. Are y'all with me today? She could have told him, you're crazy. What are you doing? The kids could have said, you're crazy, dad. What are you doing, man? But no, they caught it too. And as a result, she backed up her husband. And together they built this large ocean vessel. Somebody say, God is good, amen. Go to verse 18. Will you put it up there for me? 618. He says, But I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall enter the ark, you, your sons, and your wife, and your sons' wives with you. capture the vision the kids are going to follow are y'all with me today it starts with us parents sometimes we think that we're losing them but the reality is we're winning them are y'all with me today you got to be able to see your whole family ministry Come on, stand to your feet.